Hi, I'm George Spiropoulos. I'm here with Con Anthingatis and Paul Otis. And we are very fortunate to have the opportunity to speak with Mr. Nikos Ligeros, a strategic analyst and geopolitical expert. We have a range of questions to ask him tonight, which hopefully will bring some light to the situation that is unfolding at the moment in Europe. And our first question, which will hopefully help us understand the background to the situation, uh, would have to be, how did this all come about? Where did this situation begin? For many of us, it was out of the blue, especially here in Australia, we, we don't have a good grip on the situation there. What is the background of this situation? Okay, so the strategic background of the situation is rather complex because we have to go back many years before. In fact, after the fall of the Berlin Wall, and of course, after the fall of the Soviet Union. And after that, we have to think about how is the narrative of Russia about, for example, US, okay? So all the time, they are speaking about aggression, they are speaking about imperialism. And uh, at the end of the process, we don't know what is true, what is fake news, what is propaganda. So let me remind you some dates, maybe it's important. Uh, for me, the first important date for Russia is in fact 2002. Because at that time for Russia, the idea was the following, we have to fight to exist. It's rather strange because it's 10 years after the decline of uh, Soviet Union, but this is the point for them. Okay, after that, in fact, they are thinking in 2004 that US fuels color revolution. Okay, so everything is a color revolution for Russian people is in fact, in their mind, the finger of US, you see? They don't think that there is some people there, here, who are wanted freedom. No, no, they don't care about that. Uh, they are only pounds. So they respect, in fact, only one king, US. So they are thinking all the time that everything can be explained by the position of US. And especially in 2004, because you remember at that time, we have also the process of European Union. We have also the process of NATO. So for them, they think even after that US in fact interferes in Russia internal affairs. So it's rather strange, in fact, because they are all the time thinking about that and like this, which is quite different from us. I mean, for Australia, for Europe, it's totally different. So. After 2007, Russia is simply for them defining itself. That's all, okay? So the problem seems to be in 2008, that's why we have the invasion of Georgia because for them, in fact, they feel that US is everywhere around Russia. So, they started the invasion in Georgia just to say, stop, okay? So 
at the end of this process, especially in 2012, okay, the thing that West is punishing Russia through sanctions, okay? So that's their point. And after that, because they are thinking that, in fact, West try to use Russia, in fact, to justify its failures. But it's wrong, also that. They think also that in 2016, in fact, West is in decline, okay? So for them, they are very happy after 2018. Because now, for their thought, for their propaganda, everything is okay. Now, again, we are multipolar as a geopolitical concept, okay? So for them, Ukraine is just the next step. So the big idea for the previous time is that it's not an expansion of Russia, no. It's not also uh, the empire of Russia, no. It's not only Soviet maintention. It's in fact a revenge. So they are thinking that because they lost the Cold War, especially Putin is trying to prove to everybody that now is the new king and he can change the world. So he can threat, of course, Ukraine, but also Moldavia, also Finland, also Sweden with no problem because nobody is going to say, oh, you shouldn't say that. So in fact, he accuses also neutrality because for Russia to be neutral is against Russia. So they change also Switzerland, which is very impressive as a phenomenon because Switzerland is very, very attached to this neutrality. And we see right now that also Germany has changed position about that, especially for the fighting system against this artificial neutrality. And they are going to say that, in fact, West has to have a position, a new position. So for me, it's not just a dispute or conflict between West and East. It's wrong. For me, is right now, mankind against barbarity, okay? We are free countries. We are democratic countries. And we don't have to say yes to everything because we have also innocent people, innocent country. And right now, because you mentioned uh, also before Moldavia, don't forget also about this Transnistria. They are going to use it also because it's very close to Moldavia. It's between Ukraine and Moldavia. Uh, we are not talking about that because I know some people of this country, which is not recognized for officially, but is there. And so remember that before all these events, we had some plans about this new kind of struggle. We had all the plans that we are going to see right now and maybe in the next days already prepared in January. So I can show you, not here, but with maps, that we have some publication, okay, in America, but also in Germany with maps. And we have the proof that the scenario of January 
in fact, was a reality for February and March. So don't be so innocent in Australia. Everything was prepared. They tried to justify something which is impossible. So they tried to speak about genocide. They tried to speak about a lack of freedom. They have to protect their guys. No, not at all. Nothing is true. In fact, and you can see right now that we are not talking about just the autonomous regions. We are talking about all Ukraine and not about only all Ukraine, but also about Europe. Just clarifying. So despite everything that was said by Putin in February, you're saying that this particular invasion was planned from January. There were maps showing exactly what was to happen. Yes, correct. So we have, in fact, some plans. We have three, in fact, maps about that. We have some, maybe I can just say it, not show it. But remember the first time we are talking about Donetsk and Luhansk, okay? But in fact, in the map, you can find it also. You will see that we are in the following phase. For example, for Russia, we have some targets. The target for the strike was Dnipro, was also Zaporizhzhia, Kremenchuk, Kharkiv, and also, of course, Kiev. So what I'm talking about is all the plan of January was attack and strikes on the right side of the river Dnipro, okay? And not only for the autonomous region. So in fact, the autonomous region was only pretext you mean i mean they want to say something about that but it's in fact it was a position to be inside ukraine and to go further and to use in fact the same strategy like nazi okay they said you know we have to be there because we need space we don't care about you we have to be there so we are now here not there I mean, not only Crimea, and we can go to Kharkiv. We can go also to the nuclear station. It's normal for us, but you know, we have to say stop at what time. So we are going to wait what? Churchill and say stop at the end of the process with all the occupation of Eastern Europe. Oh, we have to say stop now. And the position of Europe and also NATO is very clear right now, is we have to say stop now. So we have already forces in Poland, but also in Romania, from US, from France, from also Britain. And we are ready, in fact, to protect our allies. But the problem right now for me and also for humanity is, Ukraine is not in NATO. Ukraine is not in the European Union, but we have to protect them. It's not just a country to be sacrificed to understand what is the position of a dictator. Because, you know, Gary Kasparov explained it and said, stop to say just president, because the words are very important. This is not a president just because all the Russians are not with him. 
they are against him. They don't want not this fire, not this war, not this operation, because maybe some explanation about that. You know, normally we have several levels. Is this, of course, the speciality of apostles, but just to remind to everybody these details. We have the tactical level, we have the operational level, and the strategic level. After that, we have also the grand strategy. Okay, but for the three, in fact, right now, we are thinking about that as something which is obvious. It's not obvious. It was a creation of Soviet Union to put the word operational. Before we have only tactics, okay, and strategy. At the first time of the Soviet Union, they created what they say operation. So it was a creation, official creation of Soviet Union. Now we accept this term for all the strategy and all the specialists are using it. But in fact, it was a creation of that time. Now, if you see the details, George, you will see that in Russia, they never say never war. They never say invasion. They say special operation. So for them, is not the application of a big strategy. It's just a special operation to Ukraine. The big strategy, the grand strategy, is in fact Europe. So that's why they say something which is very important. Don't do something with NATO to Finland and Sweden, which is incredible, in fact, because, you know, they are already European countries, they are free, they have free will, they are democratic, and you don't, you can't say that, but he said it. So now we have to take a position about that, stop neutrality and say, you know, if you have a problem like this, which in fact is a war, okay? It's nothing less than that. It's not a special operation because Special operation, we can use this word for Crimea. Yes, it's possible. It's already on the limit, but now we have an attack to all Ukraine. So it's not a special operation. For Ukraine, it's a war and it's an invasion. Because we know, because we are also Greeks, you know, and we know exactly what it means because Attila was an operation in 74. It was not a war. There was no declaration of war. It was just an invasion. So, and we know the result right now in Cyprus, we have the same problem in Ukraine, but there is a big difference, you know, because in Cyprus, it was one target. Turkey never mentioned anything about all the countries outside of Cyprus. They don't say, for example, I'm here right now in Cyprus and be careful, Egypt, be careful, Lebanon, be careful, Greece. No, no, they don't say that. But now, now in Russia, they say that. So we are in Ukraine, but we are going to be in Moldavia. Uh, be careful in Finland, be careful in Sweden. It's totally different position. And that's why we have to take our position 
and a fight against his struggle uh, because we are righteous. Just, just to cap off the background, you were saying that the Russian people or many of the Russian people are against this uh, so-called operation. I think part of the reason might yes. be that they can't call it anything else uh, or they will be jailed. But why is this such a personal operation as such for Putin specifically when a lot of the Russian people are against it? Because, in fact, he doesn't care about people, okay? In fact, Putin is a dictator and is talking about only geopolitics and as a spy, because it was job, he thinks uh, that the world can be defined with his Soviet maintention. So for many years, he was a believer of the Soviet system. He saw that it was impossible to sustain it. It was a defeat. For him, it was something very bad. And now he tried to correct this. But in this mind, he's not someone who believes in history. He has his history. And his history is propaganda of the Soviet system. So for him, especially for him, everything after the fall of the Soviet Union is a problem. And that's why he reminds me, Hitler, who was saying that, you know, the first war was like a diktat. So we have to fight to find again our Germany, our new Germany, our Nazi, our Reich. And right now, uh, Putin is using the same vocabulary, the same ideas. Um, Russia should be a great country. It has to be a great country. And to be a great country, it's necessary, in fact, to invade all the obstructions. Because for him, Ukraine is only an obstruction. So in his grand strategy, he, want, he wants what? He wants the control of the Europe. So he wants to say to US, go home. You know this, okay? Uh, he, want, he wants what? He wants also that Europe should be just the small brother. He thinks that he has to be the big brother of Europe, but we don't need this big brother. We know that Putin was preparing to invite Ukraine. Correct. All this time. Do you think Europe, EU and NATO have done enough to protect Ukraine so far? And what do you think Ukraine, where Ukraine is standing right now against Russia without any help from the West so far? Okay, so for example, I think that US has done enough and sufficiently with an efficiently way uh, to have uh, good moves, uh, strategic moves about this situation. For Europe, it was more difficult because, you know, we are not prepared for that. 
We are not military system, okay? We are only democratic countries. We are talking about politics, sometimes about geopolitics. But you know, even for the foreign affairs, we have problem to have the same opinion. So for us, it was more difficult because we have to solve first impact and to say, you know, we have a problem now, okay? Uh, you remember for the movie uh, Houston. So now we have a problem. So because we have a problem, we have to decide something. And for me, it was very good to decide altogether the same thing that we have to protect Ukrainian people. But the problem is what? Do Ukrainian people have the time to wait more? Now, no. So we have to be more aggressive in our measures, but also to be more close to Ukrainian people because for us, it's just the first domino. So we will have other people who will have problems like Ukrainian people, and you have to protect them before because we have to think, in fact, our next move before the present to have the time to respond. And now the position is the following. We have Ukrainian people who are fighting and really with a heroic manner because it was a surprise also for Russian people. Don't forget that for them as a special operation, they thought that it was only an expansion of what they have done in Crimea, it was wrong. And we can see it. They are thinking still now that it's a problem with for very few days to solve it. But we see we have already done 10 days, okay? And before it was only for two, the plan. Because in fact, they wanted to use the Blitzkrieg system but it was a disaster. So they didn't manage to do it right and correctly because they were not prepared. Why? Because it was not only special forces. It was the general army. And in the big army, everybody is not a specialist. So they have many problems of friction, of logistics. And that's why, in fact, they did something for them good only in two points but for the others they have many problems and also many victims that's why i'm saying right now that ukraine has to fight not alone with us with our help because we have to to help these people and say that be careful russia don't push it because we are here and maybe in the mind of Putin, it's very clear that Russia is a bigger country than Ukraine, and especially for military operation. But he knows that NATO is more powerful. So it's a problem of decision of us, of us, not of US, you see the private joke, to decide if we want really to be on the right side of history or to say, okay, it's not our problem, but maybe 
it will become our problem for the next countries. So for me, in strategy, we have to fight now to avoid all the problems. And that's why you can see that Baltic country, Lithuania, Estonia, Lithuania, uh, also Poland, Norway, and also Finland and Sweden are now together with Ukraine because they know all these countries know what the next step. So we have to stop this dictator now. Professor Lejere, here in Australia, so far in this war, we have seen that the Ukrainian people have truly stood up and they're true heroes. Uh, President Zelensky, especially the way he's conducting the operations from the ground with his people. We do believe that the Russians thought they'd finish it off in about two days, but it's uh, gone a different way to them. Yes, correct. So, so right now, the Ukrainian people are showing the world what it is to be a patriot in your country, in a free country, a democratic country. So what can the world do now to put a stop to what is occurring still so many, a week and a half, nearly two weeks into this Russian invasion? Okay, for me, it's rather simple. You know, you prove with your words that we are now agree that Ukrainians, in fact, are fighting like heroes. But the problem is that even heroes need help. Okay, so for me, the position is very clear. For me, Ukraine is Europe. So now Europe should be Ukraine. And uh, in this place, it means that in reality, we have to fight with Ukraine as if it was a country of the European Union and a country of NATO. And we have to do it right now and not just wait because there is no Godot. So don't wait. We have to do this right now with our forces against this barbarity. And Professor, that means, and I agree completely, that we have to put our troops in Ukrainian ground. But so far, as we have seen, the US has said no. And from what we can hear here, all the other European countries are following the same line. They are mounting their NATO forces at the borders, but no one other than material that we're supplying the Ukrainians, no one has stepped on the ground, nor are they even um, saying that they'll initiate a no-fly zone. I will say it very simply, and you will be surprised. It's just a question of time. Mm -hmm. And time is with us. So we will do it, but we have to be prepared. And in this preparation, we have also to prepare what? Our maintention. How we are thinking this war, this barbarity against mankind, and not just a local problem in Ukraine is a real survival problem for Europe because we have also some problems, and you know it, with nuclear station. Okay, there are 10 in Ukraine. So when I see Russian soldiers do 
what they've done to the nuclear station, we have to protect not only Ukraine, but Europe in mankind. Mr. Nicholas Ligeros, thank you so much for this opportunity once again to give us an insight into what is happening in Europe at the moment. This has been fantastic. It's great getting uh, that little golden nugget of truth uh, that we've been looking for. I hope we can do this again very soon. I'm sure we'll have a flood of questions coming your way. And I look forward to hearing you uh, once again, as we all do.